Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over deciding if taking on a certain pool or a job is actually worth it for you. And I'll go over some parameters that I use to determine this in my own business. And you can apply those to your business. So you're not really wasting time out there because time is money nowadays, especially with the high inflation and the high cost of fuel and other factors. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. It's really hard to calculate your hourly rate out there. I'm not talking about your service charge rate for a special service like a cleanup or things like that. But how much money do you make per hour and is it worth your time to do certain pools or certain jobs out there? And I think it's easier just to kind of go off of your gut feeling. Is this really worth it? I'll give you an easy example here. You get a service account and they're paying your regular rate. I'll just use the $140 a month monthly service rate as an example But this pool is about 10 minutes out of your way, both directions. So you're spending an extra 20 minutes driving to this pool. Now, is it really worth it to have this pool? And the pool is fairly easy, let's say. It's not a big deal. It's just the driving time is the main factor. Most of your pools are just like a two or three minute, four minute, five minute drive. This one here is actually 10 or 12 minutes one way. And then back to your route is another 10 minutes. Now, is this pool really worth it? I think if you can build up a few more pools in that area, it's worth keeping that pool. If you have two or three pools in that vicinity, then you can go out there and and really maximize your time. But for one single pool that's going to take you 20 extra minutes driving, I don't really think it's worth it. And you're not going to feel that it's worth it either week in and week out as you're driving out to this pool. Because the time you spend driving, you could be doing another pool more local to where your other service accounts are. So I would say, unless you can build up a couple more accounts around that particular pool that's out of the area, it's really not worth keeping that pool long-term. So you'll have to inform the customer that due to the fact that it's out of your regular service area, you'll have to pass that pool on to someone else. And that's just one example of kind of refining your route so that you're not really losing money out there. Because in all reality, if you were to do one extra pool in that 20-minute time, that you're spending driving out to this pool and using that $140 a month service rate, that's actually costing you $1,680 a year. The fact that you could be doing a pool instead of driving out to this one pool that's further out. Yes, you're going to lose that account, but then you're going to have an account closer to your route that's going to compensate for that. And you may add the second account that you're using that drive time for And so you're actually going to recoup that money plus filter cleaning charges and other charges. So to me, I think when you're refining your service route, 
look at it that way. Like the drive time, if it's 25 minutes to get to a pool and get back to your service route, that could be used up doing a pool locally. You can wait until you get a pool locally and then drop that one if you wanted to to make it more economical. So let's say that you pick up a new account that's three minutes from another service account. At that point, this pool that you're driving 20 to 25 minutes to is going to be dropped out of your route right away because now you have that pool to replace it. And then you just simply need to get another pool to make up for that 20, 25 minute drive time and you'll maximize your income. Because in this day and age with everything costing so much and fuel costs being extremely expensive and the wear and tear in your vehicle, don't forget of driving further out that way, you're going to just have to drop those accounts that are kind of outliers. So if you have three or four of these, again, one solution is to build up pools around it. The other solution is to drop it when you get accounts that are more local to your area. Here's another one. You get a call for a green pool cleanup and the person doesn't really want to do weekly service after you clean it. Would you do that service? In most cases, I would say if you really need the money, I would do that service. But if they're not going to be a service customer and your route is pretty well established and built up and you're not really looking for extra money, I would pass on that particular project because the only time that I do green pool cleanups is to get that service account. It's kind of like a lead into it. And if there's no carrot, so to speak, and you're just cleaning up the pool and they're going to take it over, I just think that's a waste of time personally. Unless, you, of course, you need that four, dollars $500, $600 for the green pool cleanup, then it's worth it doing that. To me, they're a pain. There's always a problem. There's a reason why the pool turned green. And if they're not going to be a regular service account, I probably wouldn't spend my time returning that to a blue state so that the customer can technically maybe ruin it again and it'll be green and they'll call you six months from now. So for me to do a green pool cleanup, they have to come on for service so I continue to maintain that pool. Otherwise, I won't do that green pool service for the customer. And you'll get a lot of calls where people just want you to come out there and get the pool back in shape. And unless I'm going to be making 2000 over $2,000 to capture this pool, in other words, the $500 or so or $600 for the green pool cleanup, depending on how bad it is, plus the one-year service that I'm going to get because technically most customers are going to keep you for over a year. So I'm using this 1680 number is the $140 a month for weekly service. So if you're doing the green pool cleanup and it's going to be a net $2,000 to your business, I would do it. If it's not going to be a net $2,000 plus to your business, I would not do the green pool cleanup for that reason because you want to get that service account and that's why you're doing the green pool cleanup. You're not out there doing green pool cleanups just for the money. If you are, then that's fine. But to me, I think that's kind of just wasting your time out there because you're not capturing the full amount of that particular pool. And I would just pass on green pool cleanups that aren't going to go on the service because at that point, you're really not maximizing the particular potential of this pool same thing with special cleanups. This happens a lot during the windy season where someone will call and say, hey, I need someone to come out and clean my pool. The wind's really left the messy. I don't have time to really do it. Can you come out and do it? And this is when you have to set your cleanup rate and your service rate. Most people have their service rate set to match the plumbers in their area. For instance, in my area, it's like $85 to $95 for a plumber to come out and unclog a drain. And that's the rate you want to charge a customer when you go out there to do something like replacing a Jandy valve. You're going to charge that per hour or a small part replacement. 
I think you would want to have flat rates for motor installs, pump installs, filter installs, things like that. But for little things like installing a rainbow chlorinator or anything that's going to be an hourly type thing, then you would just use your hourly rate. For a special cleanup, you probably want to do a flat rate. We used to do an hourly rate on that. But for me, I think you're losing money again because the economy has changed a lot in the pool industry, mainly because of the inflation and the cost of everything. So you can't really charge your hourly rate to clean up a pool. And if it takes you an hour and a half, if you're charging $90, that would be what, like $150 or so for that cleanup. And to me, an hour and a half at that rate is not maximizing your money. And plus the customer probably doesn't want to come on to service. And you're better off trying to get new accounts and then using that and leveraging those new accounts to make more money over the course of the year rather than doing a cleanup and just you know, being a one and done with that particular pool. Now, if the customer wants to clean it up and there's a potential for weekly pool service, I would definitely do that. One good way to kind of see if they want weekly service is to give them two different rates. You can say, I can clean your pool up and get it back in shape for $200 if you come on for monthly service with me, you know, weekly pool service. And if you want me to just clean it up in a one-time deal, that'll be 300 or 350 whatever you want to quote them. And if they say, no, we don't really want service, we'll call someone else. And you're done with that particular cleanup, and they'll call someone else over to do that. Because again, I think what you're going to need to do, especially with a recession kind of looming, is try to capture as many weekly service accounts as you can. And you don't want to be wasting your time out there doing one-time green pool cleanups, one-time cleanups, because you want that income to be coming in every month for you. And that's where you want to spend your time. I think even without a recession, I would be spending my time looking for the customers that are going to come on for weekly service. Because basically, if you do the math, you're going to really make out much better by getting weekly service accounts in these one-time jobs. For instance, if you were to get 10 new service accounts, you do a green pool cleanup here, they want to come on the service, you do a special cleanup, or you just get some off of Google Ads and you bid the account, you land that account, you get 10 new accounts that year. That's $16,800 coming in, not including filter cleaning, other charges you may charge for an enhancer and other things like that. And so potentially close to 20000 with filter cleanings and other charges there, maybe some small repairs here and there. So with 10 accounts, you're looking at 17000 to $20,000 coming in every year on your business. And then contrast that with say five green pool cleanups and let's just say you charge 500 each so that's 2500 there some cleanups here and there and maybe you'll get to 4000 in the summertime with green pool cleanups and special cleanups i'm not including acid washes here because you can pretty much capture a lot of accounts with acid washes also but if you're just doing one and done kind of deals you're really not building up your business as you should be and you really can't compare yourself to like a local plumber or electrician because those are mainly small jobs that they're going to do. And they're not going to have like a monthly service. There's no plumbers that come to your house monthly unless you have a major problem. And so what you want to do is build up your service route by not doing these one and done services and moving on to the next one. You want to capture these accounts because they're going to stick with you for more than one year. That's just one year. Now, if you have those 10 accounts and you keep them for four years, all everyone sticks with you. That's like $70,000 over that four year period. You'd have to do a lot of one-and-done green pool cleanups to match that. 
And so what I mean by is it really worth it for you is that if you do these one-time services, you're leaving a lot of money or potential future money on the table. So you want to kind of gear your business towards capturing service accounts and not just doing one-time deals. Now, a lot of repairs do turn in to service accounts over time, and it's not a bad thing if someone needs a pump installed or a filter installed. I would take those jobs because there's good potential for income. And there's a good chance that the customer will call you eventually for a weekly service when you do enough repairs for them. So I would say if they call you for a filter install or pump install, motor install, things of that nature, I would definitely take that account. Now I would kind of draw the line a little bit if they're calling you to do a nicky knack repair or if maybe they need something, a leak fix somewhere. To me that that's more like a plumber where you're just going to do one thing and be done with it. So look for those repairs that are going to be adding to your service because you're doing big enough repairs that the customer is going to remember you and they're going to call you when they need more work and they're going to call you when they want weekly service. So those are the ones I would focus on and I would leave the little nicky knack ones for someone else who's starting out who's maybe wanting to get the money for that and needs that income. Your focus should be on building up your pool route and focus on getting these accounts. Another thing I mentioned acid wash has kind of been passing there but most of the time when you're doing an acid wash for a customer they're going to want to go on the weekly service. Usually it's to someone who bought a house, the pool wasn't maintained properly, or maybe they were maintaining it and the pool has metal staining or whatever. You go there, you do the acid wash, and you can have two separate rates again. You can charge 500 if they go on the service. You can charge 700 if it's a one-time deal. Give them that option. Now you may get a couple bags that are like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go on service, I'll pay you the 500 and then they cancel service after the first month. That may happen. There may be people out there like that. But you should be able to spot that person when you're doing the acid wash or kind of get the feel for the person that they just want a special pricing deal. But your whole point of doing that is to capture that account. So you have to kind of live with that danger of someone doing that to you. But you're still going to make money regardless at 500 you know, for a small average size pool, nothing gigantic. And you're going to make money, of course, that they want a one-and-done acid wash. And I would I would do the acid wash for a one-and-done also because there's so much money on the table for an acid wash that is good extra income. They're fairly easy, and they're something that you can do without really interfering with too much of your pool route. You just need a helper, and you can get the acid wash done in a couple hours. So it's not a, a big deal to do. But you want to use, of course, something like an acid wash to capture that account because mathematically... The more accounts you add, the bigger your service gets. You can bring an employee on. And getting those weekly service accounts is the bread and butter of everyone's pool route. And wasting a lot of time doing small jobs or doing one-time jobs really will interfere with you building up your route to the proper level and to the full potential of that pool route. And in building up that pool route, I get asked all the time, you know, should I cut my rate down to get that account as a customer really wants service but someone else underbid me? That's one of those things where it depends on where you're at in your pool business. If you're building up your route, I would say going $10 cheaper. If you're at $130 instead of $140, it's not going to kill you. And then you can, of course, raise the rate up after one year of doing that pool. I really wouldn't go under 10% of my service rate because then you're losing money servicing that account. And I'm giving you this $140 a month rate just out there because it's easy for me to calculate it and add it up. And then you can always add that money on the back end for filter cleaning charges. And so if your filter cleaning charge is $90, if this customer is paying $10 less, you can make it maybe $110 for the filter clean and kind of get them on that end there. 
But you can almost, again, raise the price up after the, a year's service. You're not really losing anything by taking an account at a little bit of a discount if the customer really wants service and you think the pool is good and easy, something that fits into your route, I would take it because you're not leaving a ton of money on the table. And then you can, of course, charge more for the next account to make up for it. There's many ways to do it so that maybe this guy is paying $130, someone else is paying $150. You're not really losing money. I think it's all about math and moving things around and looking at the big picture of your pool route. If you're really a stickler on it and if you're 140 a month and if they don't want to pay 140 you just pass that account up, just remember that $1,680 a year plus filter cleanings and things of that nature. So it might be worth for you to take that account. And again, look at the big picture of things, your overall route, where you're charging your customers, what your goal is, how big you want to get the, the route. And use that as kind of your litmus test if you should take an account where the customer's kind of bargaining you down. Not really bargaining you down, but wanting you to match the other quote by another local pool service company. Now, if they're just chiseling you down, that's another thing that you have to consider. Maybe the customer is going to be one of those that is always going to be chiseling you on everything. That may be something you pass on. But if it's someone who wants you to match someone else's quote, I don't really see a big problem with that. In my opinion, if you're building up your route, you can make that money up somewhere else pretty easily. You just kind of have to say to yourself, is it really worth it to me to take this account? And that's kind of the litmus test you want to use with all the scenarios I gave you here. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and on the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts, and you can listen to those at your leisure. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.